0: Welcome back friends, mi familia, this is uh, Small Catechism Live Thursday as we are here together, we continue on uh, with, well, the second article of the creed uh, pertaining to the work of Christ, the phrase, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, sorry, I'm trying to close the door here to reduce the echo. Who has redeemed me? A lost and condemned person. Who has redeemed me? Who am I? A lost and condemned person. All right, let's get at it. But before we do, uh, let's begin with a word of prayer. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for uh, the purchase price that you paid through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and his blood shed on the cross for us. Lord, Bless us this day in your redemption, as we live in your promise and peace, knowing full well that in this faith we are covered by your blood. Thank you, Lord, for your bountiful grace and your continued mercy, as you grant to each and us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us in our study, lead us by your word, and Lord, may your word point us to Christ. We pray this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, yes. So we're back yet again. Yet again here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. My name is Pastor Ernie Jung. Uh, please like and subscribe our channel as you will be updated. We update this uh, channel probably four times a week. That's right. One, two, three, four, maybe sometimes five. If we're uh, super motivated, Um, but uh, at least four I believe and um, again you know if you ever uh, uh, have any questions or you need to talk please message me Um, I know um, you know uh, being on YouTube and and doing these devotions have been so great and, and so joyful and I hope that they are helpful for you without further ado Let's get at it. All right. So, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. When we say those words right there, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, should come to mind. Right? When we say those very words, in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, right here, suffered under Pontius Pilate. Right? This is that point where we are asked the question, Well, who has redeemed me? Because I am a lost and condemned person. How has he redeemed me? Right? And do we need to be redeemed? That means, do we need to be bought back? I mean, I I guess that's a good question. Um, Do you? Um, Or do you bring something to the table that gives you a redeeming quality about yourself that shows God how good you are? Um, or is it an impossible endeavor? And when we say, I believe in Jesus Christ, what we're really saying is this because of who I am as a lost and condemned person, Psalm 51 5, right? As we look on page 177 in our Catechism, 2017. If not, if you don't have this one, it's okay. Uh, please follow along. Psalm fifty-one, five: Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Born into sin. Romans three, twenty-three. Very similar. Ephesians 2.1, another picture of who we are as lost and condemned people. You were dead in your trespasses, that we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desire of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. Children. No one wants to say it, but I will. Well, the scripture says it. (laughs) Children of wrath. We were born dead in our trespasses. Genesis 3, the fall. We very well know this is the root cause of all this. And that is uh, the fall of Adam Eve, eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you want to study with us on Genesis, please join us tomorrow on YouTube, as I will have a live condensed version of Genesis, as we are in Genesis 2, 18 to 25. Um, But we will get to Genesis 3 next week. But here we see the fall, the root of what it means to be in a lost and condemned state. Right. Romans 5.12, right there. Right, um, where is it? Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. Talk about death came into man because all have sinned. Talk about the separation from God, the root cause, that is sin. And again, this is who we are. As I said um, in our conclusion of our Bible study yesterday, uh, I I told the people, if we don't understand the fall, if we don't understand sin for what it really is, uh, then we'll never understand what it means to be redeemed. If I believe that I'm half sinful, that I was born halfway into sin, well, what am I going to tell myself? Well, I just have to justify, have to compensate, have to even out the scales by my good works, and there I know that I am good with God and I am saved. right? Or let's say I'm 99% sinful, but yet I have that 1% of good in me that, well, can somehow push it back so that, well, we'll make it maybe 85%, 75% sinful, 25%, and we'll go through those stages in holiness, hoping that maybe if we've done good enough, right?, uh, maybe we can escape from this lost and condemned state by our own work. No, see, the picture of lost and condemned means I cannot do it myself. When I say I believe in Jesus, that means the object of my faith is not me. My confidence is not me. My salvation, my forgiveness, my my confident statement that I am Christian is not about me. It's always about Jesus for me. So when I say I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who is who's, um, uh, who conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, what I'm saying is this. This needed to be done because I cannot, in my state of sin, help or assist or add to uh, by my works to save myself. I just can't do it. I'm dead in my sin. I am dead in my sin. I am separated from God. I cannot swim over. I cannot fly over. I cannot run over by my morality. I cannot do any. I don't know why I'm yelling. Sorry. No one's even here. You know, I'm just recording live. I'm yelling. But it's just so, I'm so passionate about it. I'm trying to make a point here. Because if we don't understand this, and we go by the pop culture Christianity. If I'm good, then God is for me. If I do good, then God will do good for me back. And all these just false platitudes. We'll, we'll forget what we are born into. We're born into sin, Psalm 51.5. That we are by nature children of wrath, right? That all because of the fall, this is the result. And death came into the world because of our sin. Right? This is the picture, right? Dead people cannot make themselves alive, right? Lost and condemned people, likewise, cannot find themselves, cannot release them from eternal condemnation. No, this is, this is a gift that is given outside of ourselves. So when we talk about the redemption, we go with that question here in our catechism, Uh, What are we saying when we confess that Jesus has redeemed us? And this is uh, question 162 on page 177. What are we saying when we confess that Jesus has redeemed us, when he was suffering under Pontius Pilate, that he was crucified, died, and he was buried? What are we saying, right? And that's why the, the, the creed is so important. Because it always gets. If we understand the creed and study the creed, and as we say the creed every Sunday, what happens? We take that wavelength, as I always talk about in my previous catechism studies, and really weave through these words. and And as we study this right now, to apply them as you say those words. Again, the Apostles' Creed is not rote. If you ever say its road, go back to the catechism, study it, and you'll be like, whoa, this is a treasure trove of goodness. What a bountiful blessing this is as we summarize what it means. When we say, he suffered, and he was crucified, died, and he was buried, right? What does that mean for me? How is that relevant to me? And this question comes up, what are we saying when we confess that Jesus has redeemed us? You and me, you and me both. This is our state. That's how depraved sin is. You know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make it all about sunshine and rainbows when it comes to sin. People don't want to hear it, right? People don't want to hear about sin. It's, it's, It's the ugly elephant in the room. Who wants to hear about sin, right? We just want to hear all the good stuff. We want to hear what we we do. We want to prove to God. We want to do all these works. And we want to justify ourselves. We want to declare ourselves righteous. We want to escape by our own works. That's the nature of man. But the key to Christianity is this. Is we are broken. Right? Whenever you break a piece of glass, a cup, and you see it on the ground, your first reaction is what? Well, I guess it's done. We can't use it anymore. We're not thinking about gluing it back together, are we? It's shattered glass. I mean, every shard, every minute shard, you're just happy to pick up and put it in the trash so that you won't step on it in the future, right? Uh, No, we, we have no inkling of saying, oh, we're gonna pick this up and glue it back together because it's impossible when it comes to shattered glass. And so it is with your sin. We, we can't just pick it up and put it back together. right? That's how depraved we are. We need someone outside of ourselves, that's to do this for us, and that is by way of God and his redemption. Literally being paid back or bought with a price. How are you bought? What is that price? Colossians 1, 13-14, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He has redeemed you. That is, he bought you with his blood, delivering you from the domain of darkness to light. That delivery, right? It's like the pizza delivery guy, right? Domino's, right? Delivery. I don't need domino's, but delivery, right? <laughs> and that delivery is what? Right here, the forgiveness of sins. That's delivered to you. That is given to you, right? That is something that He uh, outpours onto you by His very work of the crucifixion, by His very suffering and death and resurrection. This is what our Lord delivers to you because it needs to be delivered because we understand the state of what we were born into. And Jesus brings the light. He delivers us from the domain of darkness to his marvelous light, the redemption, the forgiveness of sins. What are we saying when we confess that Jesus has redeemed us? This very thing, that I am forgiven and that my sins are washed away all by the deliverance of our Lord and his work upon his death and resurrection. That's what we are confessing in the creed when we say suffered, died, and was buried. Uh, Again, what great comfort this is when we speak of our peace, our confidence, our assurance in what God has delivered to us through His Son. Isaiah 53 6, if you can turn to that in your Bible. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible, 52 and 53 of Isaiah. This is the Old Testament prophet prophesying about the coming Christ and what His work will be. Hundreds of years before it was uh, to happen, right? This is the prophet Isaiah saying right here in 53.6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Everyone turned to their own way. All, like she- all we like sheep. Everyone has turned, have gone astray like sheep. We have turned, right? This turning is this state of sin. But grace Conjunction, reversal, Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, Jesus is Lord and what is he going to do? God is sending him to this world to lay on him the iniquity of us all. He didn't turn away, but he turned to the cross to deliver you the forgiveness of your sins. So when you say, I believe in Jesus, it's all him, right? It's all what he has done for you. Boom Boom, we know what we do, we know what he does, and we believe in him for what he has done for us. This is our faith, the gospel. Anyways, uh, sorry, I'm very. um, We turn our way, Jesus turns to redeem you by the cross. All right. And lastly, um, Ephesians 1, 7. Ephesians 1.7, if we can turn to that. And here we see uh, a great text about, again, uh, the redemption. And I'll read it for you. Ephesians 1, verse 7. And it reads: <clears throat> In him, right, in Christ, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. How does He redeem us? By His blood. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I believe in Jesus Christ. This is what should be going on in your heart and mind as you say those words, right? This is what should be going on in your heart and mind as you say those words. This is the wavelength. This is, as we weave, I believe in Jesus Christ's only Son, our Lord. This is the wavelength to which we meditate and dwell upon what it means that Jesus Christ is our Lord, that He is the Lord of the Redemption, because this is the salvation story delivered to us by His very grace and mercy, this gospel, His cross and resurrection, right? Because this needed to be done because we know our state. This is not a halfway 50-50 I meet you there, God you meet me here. No, this is Jesus. By His faithfulness, by His call, right? He is doing the work. And this is the key, right? Because this needs to be done because we know we are dead in our sin. Dead people can't move. Spiritually, we cannot move. We need to be rescued and resuscitated by the Word of God, and that is Jesus. Right? It's not 50-50 split. It's not 99-1 split. It's not Jesus did this, and then now you go do this to prove your salvation split. No, it's all Jesus. When we say, I believe Jesus in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, this is Jesus for me. This is my faith. So the Apostles' Creed, I urge you again to... to recited every single day, twice, three times, whenever you are, even parts of the, 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 the Apostles' Creed, so you could dwell upon what it means to be his own, right? And that to be his own, the cost was his own, was redemption, and that is his blood sacrifice being laid on him the iniquity of us all, and therefore, we are delivered from the domain of darkness to his marvelous light, and that is by the forgiveness of the sins given to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the beauty of the catechism, of, of the Apostles' Creed. Right? This is your bullseye, friends. And this is what... You know, every night I, with the kids, you know, we recite the apostles creed together. And every time it gets me back in the busyness of the day and all the stuff that we deal with, it gets us back to what is our identity. It gets us back to our comfort, to our peace, to the ultimate deliverance by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who delivered us by his very work. I want you to remember that this day, use it, right? So, when you say, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, it's not just, okay, let's just get this done, let's just say these words. No, this is, this is what is going on. Who has redeemed me? Who am I? A lost and condemned person. Jesus. Huh. Anyways, we will stop there. And uh, hopefully, this was good for you if you, if you uh, missed a part. Uh, please go back to it, uh, but continue uh, to study that Catechism, Continue to, as we continue to study the Creed, Article 2. We'll be on this a while. I'm kind of taking a baby-step approach to the Catechism Live series, but hopefully we'll have around 50 to 100 videos about the Catechism. That'd be great, wouldn't it? So we're taking our time, going through it, no rush, but really give each and every one of us a, a good, good, thorough study on what it means, especially with the Apostles' Creed. What a great uh, gift this is. So, anyways, have a wonderful day. Pray for you all. Why don't we uh, conclude with a word of prayer? Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We we thank you for your word. Lord, we know that uh, by your grace, you send us the one who has redeemed us, lost and condemned people. We thank you that though we are sinners, though we go astray, Lord, you send us your Son, who who on him you laid all of our iniquities. Lord, bless and keep us, and always grant us this faith, the faith of Christ, as we rest on his promises that he has delivered to each and every one of us. Thank you, O Lord, for your continued mercy. Bless us this week. We pray all this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. This is Pastor Ernie Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church, Tomorrow Park, California. If you have any questions, thoughts, or if you even want to talk, please. Email me, contact me, and we'll figure it out. But until then, may this word go well with you. Remember, you are forgiven. You are. Yeah, you are. You're forgiven of all your sins. Have a wonderful day. God bless you all. Until next time, adios. (laughs) Thanks for listening to these small catechism live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmorepark.com.